I'm chatting to Kelly Rickson, who is the incoming chair of the Institute of Hospitality. Hi, Kelly. Hi, good morning, Mary. I'm so delighted to talk to you. I feel that we've got so much in common already. Absolutely. <laughs> Cracking jacket, by the way. Cracking. So retro this morning, old school. Old school. I love it. So what we're going to talk about today is a little bit about your forthcoming role within the Institute of Hospitality. We're going to look at what you think the future of hospitality is. Um, shorter term and also longer term, given what's been going on, and also just plans and how um, organisations like the Institute can work with other organisations and bodies within hospitality to really bring out the best. So let's start with a little bit about your background. How have you come from X to Y um, and being the chair of the Institute of um, Hospitality? Yeah, I'll give you the whistle-stop tour because I've pretty much done every role in hospitality. I've been in hospitality for over 30 years, um, started out literally working behind a bar, so ended up running my own pubs, uh, restaurants, uh, small hotels, um, and only made the transition into uh, L&D and training and HR quite late on after being an operator for many, many years. So uh, I kind of went into HR to try and drive that cultural piece with the, the, the businesses I work within. Um, and I love people. I like being around people. I like kind of helping develop skills. Um, so it was my passion and it became my career. Um, and I think what it, I brought with me was, was the base of operational knowledge. So it made HR advice more grounded. And I think that's kind of the space in which I've operated Certainly for the last ooh, 10 years, um, I was uh, working with Devere Hotels for many, many years on, uh, as their Group HRD. I worked with McDonald Hotels as their Group HRD. Um, and then in the last five years, I've operated my own consultancy, and we specialise in organisational change. Yeah, I, I had a look at your website. It's so interactive. For anybody watching this video who hasn't been and had a look at Grix and Associates, I recommend it highly. It's a really great site. It's entertainment. <laughs> so, so I joined. I, I've been with the. I've been the institute for many, many years. So I uh, obviously was a member, and then I got my fellowship from the institute in 2012. It was the same year that I. Uh, was awarded my MBA. So it was a big year for me in terms of, uh, of personal development and accolades. Um, and, and for me, it was really important that I am contributing to the future of our industry. And I felt the IOH kind of provided that. It wasn't until about a year and a half ago, about a year ago, that I actually joined the supervisory board uh, as a supervisory board member um, with the intention of uh, getting involved in something that will help shape the future of the Institute. Um, I'm not a really good passenger. I uh, like change. I like shaking things up. And uh, I'm certainly not there to make up the numbers. So um, I've been about a year on the board. And uh, with the wonderful Robin Shepherd uh, stepping down as chairman, um, there was an opportunity. And, and I was delighted to be voted uh, the new chair. Well, congratulations on that, and I think um, an excellent decision, I have to say. So, we've gone through some tough times in the last couple of months. I mean, I'd be interested to get your take on what next for hospitality, just in the short term, and then perhaps maybe a little of a longer term view. How do you think we're going to move going forward? How are we going to well, it's interesting, because I've got two hats at the moment. Obviously, I've got my own business, and I'm you know, gainfully employed, thankfully, in terms of, of organisational change in what we do on a day-to-day -day basis. Actually, been busier than ever 
because it is all about organisational change and structure. Um, I think from the Institute's perspective, it's slightly different because we are looking at the kind of medium to long term, but we do have an immediate opportunity to help people with that transition in their career. I think the hospitality as a whole is, you know, we were decimated by this, absolutely decimated, and I think anything less than that is, is an understatement. Um, I think what it's done is it's brought out the resilience of the Institute, sorry, the industry and the Institute. Um, it's brought out the innovation, ingenuity of the people within the hospitality sector. Um, and I think certainly in the short term, we've had to rethink a model uh, in every business I've been engaged with. So we've gone from this is our operating model and this is how we make money to this is all we can afford to spend. How do we make sure we survive? And that survival instinct has brought some fantastic opportunities and fantastic innovations. Um, and I think what's going to happen in the medium, short to medium term, is that we're going to have leaner business, uh, more focused businesses. Uh, I think we're going to rely on less processes. And we are certainly going to hopefully carry with us this piece of goodwill that we have kind of generated during lockdown. So I don't think it's going to be easy. I think it's going to be hard work, certainly for the medium term. Um, and hopefully in the years to come, we will get to a point of, of normality again. But I think, you know, potentially we were a bit oversaturated in the market. So I think this has been one of those times where actually only the toughest will survive. I think I, I have to agree with you there. It's, it's been very interesting watching over the last four or five months, how the industry has um, innovated, if you like, and become agile and adaptable. Um, it's been, it's quite noticeable now, and particularly, I think it's quite a testament to the industry, how well they have worked through all the changes and have reopened. Um, yeah. I, I'm in Scotland, so we're slightly behind the curve, but it's been interesting watching how England has done it, and then we've sort of followed on through. So that's- yeah, been... It's been amazing, you know, you think about, how we can make money and it's not making money to make money it's make money to survive and that survival instinct that kicks in it you know it's the mother of all invention isn't it it's this the idea that we've got to do it so all of a sudden takeaways deliveries veg boxes you know local suppliers all that sort of uh, innovation comes through and the tenacity kicks in that we are not going to go under so i think you know we are a formidable industry with amazing people and when you think about what we deal with on a day-to-day -day basis, it's just inspiring. I, I, you know, I love it, and I think we will come out of this stronger than ever. I, I have to agree, and it's it, it's that longer term. At the moment, everybody's very operational focused. It's how we manage everything, but it's looking at the longer term and and what businesses will need to do longer term to to keep going and to grow again, to grow the industry back. Yeah, and you know what? Rightly so. It's survival mode at the moment. You know, we've got businesses that without revenue for five months at the moment. And, and we just have to survive in lots of cases. You're seeing the terrible news of businesses closing day by day by day. Great businesses, fantastic in terms of what they do. Great reputational businesses full with, filled with amazing people, yet they can't survive because the cash margins have been too kind of too close. So, you know, it's, it's no reflection on performance. It's just been really, really tough. And I think moving forward, once survival is, is, is kind of the other side of where we get to the other side of it, I think we'll start to see that kind of more 
relaxing and more innovation coming through and and i'm so looking forward to normal life again i really am uh, yeah here here on that one so i mean your your sort of your motto is what happens next so yep. with, within the institute of hospitality when you take over what happens next what are your plans well, it's my life mantra you know i've been through some personal things with my son was uh, injured and and when things happen to you beyond your control and it's kind of a mantra for the business i operate you know change new ownership uh, new acquisition covid 19 it's not you can't do anything about it you you are powerless to do anything in the moment but where we gain our power is in our process or our thoughts around what happens next we get we get that control back so for me with the Institute, it's really important that yet whilst we are on survival mode and actually we've seen some fantastic opportunities during uh, lockdown, you know, lots of people have, uh, you know, our membership's gone up, lots of people have engaged with um, webinars, took time to do the professional and personal development and we need to kind of build on that. We need to not be, uh, you know, uh, caught sleeping because this is an opportunity to really diversify not just uh, what we offer but also kind of make sure that we are doing everything that's required in the changing landscape so it isn't just about good people getting better sometimes there's career changes you know skills gaps now for jobs that are unavailable we've got to try and make sure we plug that gap so for me i think if i categorize what happens next for the institute for me it's number one is about value. So having value, providing value, making it feel like it is value to be part of. You know, cash is going to be tight. Uh, people are going to consider every penny that goes through their bank. So we have to make sure that we are a resource that has value to an individual or organization. That's number one. N number two for me is about inclusivity. So, uh, you know, we've talked about the Institute and the perception of the Institute in, in the hospitality sector. And, and certainly with my appointment, I'm hopeful that this is about trying to uh, promote a more inclusive and, and diverse population of membership. So we've got a great project coming through with our young um, members. So they're getting together to start to shape what the strategy should be for the operation moving forward. But inclusivity is really, really, really important for me. Uh, and then my point number three is about engagement, how we engage, when we engage, what we provide for that engagement. Um, it, it's really, really critical how we talk, when we talk, what we talk about. Um, and it's not about jumping on a bandwagon. It's about having our voice. Uh, and I think that's really uh, if I achieve that in my tenure as chair, I will be delighted. I think those are brilliant goals. Um, the value, inclusivity, it's, it's, you're absolutely spot on. And it is about giving value because, as you say, realistically, money is going to be tight. And so why are people going to want to be members of something unless they're going to get real value from it? It sounds like you're going to deliver on that one. Well, how I hope so. Yeah. How do you see the Institute um, working with all the other industry bodies? So you've got um, UK Hospitality, for instance, and you know all the other bodies that are out there, um, you know, HOSPA, Hospitality, all those kind of industries. Yeah. I mean, we've got a plethora of support in the industry. So we've got fantastic, we've got Springboard, we've got Hospitality Action, we've got, you know, Savoy Educational Trust, we've got people and organizations that are there to support. I think my view is that we, you know, in crisis, people come together. 
and I think we as an industry, we've, you know, it's been recognised as, as an industry, you know, very rarely has hospitality ever been spoken about as a sector. You know, it wasn't too long ago we were the unskilled workers and all of a sudden yeah. we're this really important sector. Uh, and I think we've got to capitalise on that. So what support is available to people within our industry? We as a collective body of, of, of uh, support services need to make sure we do that. So for me, specifically at the Institute, it's about looking at our services and being the very best that we can be in what I believe to be our subject matter expertise. And for me, that is about professional development, personal skill building, professional qualifications, and that growth of your personal profile and professional development. I was speaking to somebody earlier in the week and they and I asked them a similar question and they said that the skills that are going to be needed in the future for the future of hospitality are, are strong digital skills because um, lockdown and COVID-19 has shown us that digital skills are really important. Green skills as well about sustainability, um, not just in terms of, you know, recycling, reusing, etc., but in, in terms of sustainability for the business and how green, green um, skills will impact on that and also social skills. How about empathy, resilience, confidence are all going to be much more important um, and a much more visible leadership that demonstrates those skills. What do you think of those as, as ideas? Absolutely. And as the mother of a 19 year old and a 24 year old, their value set is, was, is significantly different to mine at that age. You know, my 24-year-old won't have beef in the house and won't do this. And, and they're not my value sets, but they, he has strong opinions about them. And I think as that next gen comes through, we can't be dismissive of what's important to them. Uh, so that whole uh, environmental piece, but also it kind of links in with this safety element and this growth and protection of, of, of what's important which leads on to the empathetic and personal and, and care. You know, one of the words I've heard most uh, during this time is about people taking care of each other, people looking after each other, people looking out for each other. Uh, and it's almost lit a fuse of, of you know, fellowship um, uh, amongst people and certainly our sector. So I think we'd be, it'd be remiss of us to look at uh, our future strategy and not make sure that that's woven into it. I think one of the, the interesting things about what the future looks like for the Institute is, you know, we have a fellow programme, a fellowship programme. And I think that for me has got more uh, impact now when I talk about the word fellowship. I think we have a responsibility as fellows and, and uh, it's certainly one of the projects moving forward is how can we not only engage the fellows, but how can we help the fellows provide support, engagement, advice, guidance to those people that may be struggling, maybe changing role, or maybe coming into the sector, which is completely different to what we left it four months ago. Exactly. It's that. It's it's about going forward and the, the, using the word fellowship in, in the way it's intended, not just as, a, you know, being good and kind to your fellow man, I think, and your fellow colleagues within the industry. Yeah. To wrap, to wrap up, is there anything else that you'd like to talk about? Anything else you'd like to tell us about the Institute and your plans for the future? Yeah, I, I, think, I think it's just about this piece of being transparent. And I think, you know, as a young person growing up in hospitality, it was always something that was, you know, this 
slightly formal, slightly serious organisation. And I think we've got to get over that. We've got to make sure that the face and, and the personality of the Institute is evolving. And, you know, so the brand of the Institute of Hospitality is going to be really critically important, uh, uh, certainly in my um, view. We've got to make sure that it is uh, approachable to all. So that will be a real focus in terms of, of our strategy moving forward. But, you know, it's, it's a great opportunity. You know, we talked about whether it's the right time to take over as chair in, in times of crisis. And for me, times of crisis are the right time to take over leadership because we want leadership in this time. Uh, so hopefully I'm going to provide uh, a continued uh, leadership there with, with the fantastic executive team. Well, thank you, Kelly. I can only wish you every success in your new role. Thank you for taking the time to talk to me today. Okay, you oh, have a great weekend. Thank you, Mary. Take care.